Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. What up, what up? Fantasy Football Hustler back at you. And oh yeah, fantasy news today. Fridays are the most lit show. This is the one that's really getting you prepped for the weekend. So yeah, if you are uh, wherever you're watching, make sure you smash the thumbs up, smash that like, and make sure if you're on Facebook, you hop over to all of our YouTubes and go subscribe. Mine's the Fantasy Football Hustler. We got the signed Ricky Williams jersey giveaway. We're like 30 subscribers away. So hop over to YouTube, subscribe, Fantasy Football Hustler. And uh, TD, why don't you let everybody on Facebook know where to follow you on YouTube? Yes, guys. Let's go to Fantasy Good Sports on YouTube, as you see in the chat right there. It's TD, and then it's Fantasy Good Sports, guys. And go there and make sure you subscribe to my OnlyFans, too, guys, or where I give you my stars and sits. It's awesome content there, and it's more personal. Yeah, and then Bogart, shout everybody out on Facebook and let them know where to find you on YouTube. Shout out to everybody on Facebook. And I just want to let you know I'm very elusive if you're trying to find me. Right, but the earth is my turf, and you could you could find me at the GMM Network and uh, subscribe to the GMM Network on YouTube. Give me money. Let's get it. And then uh, Rendon said, uh, "What's up? I started Woods because of you, one hundred. So, <coughs> who was it? Who was it specifically uh, that uh, that told you? Since there's three of us up here, I, I know we was all." I was definitely on record for saying Woods, but I, he might, and who knows who he got it from. He got it right, though. Hell yeah. Hell, Hell yeah. Don't quit Mr. on Bear. the boy Bobby Trees now. Yeah, I know yeah. I told a lot of people to play Woods because, um, listen, I'm big on, like, stashing. When people have bad games, it's like stocks. 
oh, he's going because you know he's in the offense, he's getting paid, so it ain't like he's some uh, gadget guy coming off the bench. You knew it was just all the matter of time that he was going to have this type of game. Now, I'm not going to say he's going to do this every week, but I think every two or three games, you're going to get this from Robert Woods. I think it's like one of those things we talk about regression to the mean, like so much. If you go that far down, you know, you're going to regress. And uh, it definitely came back real quick Aaron, with the bounce back. I don't mean to cut you up. I'm going to jump on the computer. My shit just, just uh, you know, actually, I'm good. I'm, I'm, we're rocking. My thing nah, go, just go for it. If it's easier to hop on there, yeah, just get it get it going in the background. Nah, I'm, good. I'm, I'm coming in clear, so we're good. Cool. All right. And then, uh, Mr. Bear, we're not doing any start sit questions uh, right now. That's going to be uh, tomorrow's live stream. But uh, anyone who wants to get a start sit question answered right now, uh, just make sure you throw it in as a super chat. Uh, you know, we'll get right to you. But if you have any questions about news, anything like that, you know, feel free to, to chime in. But that's what we're covering right now is going to be all the crazy ass news. And why don't we start with the fallout from Thursday? So Russ, oh man, he was out there cooking a little bit too much. Finger is all messed up. Uh, they said it's a, it, it's it's called a mallet finger, pretty much a, a sprain joint, really bad. And they said it's really hard for him to flex his finger. And uh, they're waiting for more MRIs, but surgery is not out of the option. So that's definitely one of the possibilities right now. Um, Bogey, I'll let you chime in here first. What do you think about the Seahawks uh, if they have to be without Russ for? Let's just say a handful of games because he has to have surgery. First, I want to say I'm not a doctor, nor do I play one on a podcast. And uh, they, they from what I know, they said surgery, like you said, is not off the table. But they're also talking about they could put some type of pin in place. I don't know if I want that throwing at my DK and my uh, Tyler Lockett shares. I will say if they move forward with Geno Smith, I mean, at least he's going to target the guys you know what i mean that's all we want because you know russ is really gonna he's gonna find you right russ will fight whether you're jeff swain or random will disley he'll find you if you're open but with, with gino when he got in there we got a pretty good sample size right? like a damn near a half of football right so and he was just going to dk and tyler lockett give me that so you know what i mean just for fantasy purposes because that team carries a bad defense. So this theoretically probably the worst. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say they got they got a couple playmakers like Adams and Bobby Wagner, but as a whole, I think they are the worst defense in the NFL right now. I, I bro, I, I they're literally going into last night, they were 32 and over overall. So they literally are the worst defense. Um, they played fairly well the first half. You know, I mean Sean McVay made incredible adjustments as he does at the half. But I, but, but I do want to add, they, it is division rivals, so they know this team well. So don't be fooled. Like, this team's bad. You can play everyone against this team. You know what I mean? Fire them up. That, that's a team you stream everybody against when you go up against them. Oh, TD, yeah. what, are your, what are your thoughts about the Seahawks? And um, let, let's just say that Russ does have to miss a few games because uh, he has to have surgery. What are your thoughts on the Seahawks? So for fantasy purposes – I think it's going to be excellent for DK owners, but Tyler Lockett owners, I think you stash Tyler. You play him, but you don't expect him to do anything. Maybe five to 10 points a game, maybe because it's going to be an Alex Collins and deep ball to DK game. Uh, they're going to go to Pete Curl 
to Pete Curl type strategy. This is what Pete Curl likes. And I actually think it's going to be better for the team. I know y'all may think I sound crazy, but Pete Curl is a great coach. He will run the ball and, and run the clock out on your ass. And you only have two or three possessions in a, per half. So um, I think this is going to be good for the uh, Seahawks. While Russell heals his finger, he should get surgery and hopefully do what he needs to do for his finger to straighten out. And then when they come back, I think Tyler Lockett values um, comes back, and I think it's just a DK time. Um, I think it's it's easy for Geno. He's a big target. Geno is not a uh, he's not the starter, so he's gonna try to read one on one coverage for DK and then check it down. Yeah, the thing and, uh, that sucks about uh, about Lockett, I mean, it's really that connection that him and Russ have. Like some of like if you guys see if you guys seen my uh, my intro video, like the last play is like Russ chucking it up for like 50 yards and just hitting Lockett on a dime, just beating the coverage by like inches. Like Geno Smith ain't doing no shit like that. Like he's only going to be taking safe throws. Yeah. And I mean, for what it is worth, if Geno is under center and I'm a defensive coordinator, we're stacking that box. So he is going to get more often than not more often than Russ would. He's going to get single coverage on the outside to his playmakers. You know what I mean? So we do like that. I think uh, if they change Lockett's game to where he's, you know, running a little bit more intermediate routes, you okay. know, short routes, and that's baked into the offense, yeah. then we don't have to worry about him. But if he's just going to be a field stretcher like he's been with Russ, I don't think that that's going to work out too well. I think he'll be back to like that that three to five catch guy, you know, like yeah. anywhere from like 30 to 80 yards in a game, and you're just hoping oh, for a big God. touchdown. It's so ugly. Yep. Yeah, it's I'm crazy. Gonna him, I'm gonna buy him up cheap everywhere. If I have a winning record, four and one, you know, uh, uh, five and zero oh maybe in those leagues, I'm gonna buy up some Lockett. I bought up, I bought up a couple of David Montgomerys in those leagues. That's well, you need, but you need to make sure nothing is gonna be wrong with Russ long term. I actually think yeah. this injury is a little bit more serious than people understand because it's just like. Um, you know, it's the finger is small, but it's actually very important throwing the football. And so if his finger doesn't heal right, he won't be able to make those throws and be Russell Wilson. Yeah, and if he had to have surgery, I wonder what's the longest timetable if he had to actually have surgery. Because I know it wouldn't be a season-long thing. Not no, no, no. But but still, but can he would he be Russell Wilson though when he come back though, Alex? Like he, he might not be able be able to uh throw that deep ball like he's been throwing it. So um, I do think it's like a two or three weeks uh, time frame for the surgery on the like, finger, though. Anytime you get a, any kind of surgery, man, we're looking at four weeks at least. You know what I mean? So, like, we're looking at November he's coming back, if this is, if that's the case. If, so that means buy Lockett extra cheap because you're not really going to get him until December. But now, yeah. I mean, fantasy, uh, you know, the fantasy Super Bowl, that that's first week of January now. Yep. So we yeah. do got extra time either way. And uh, how about uh, Chris Carson? Pete Carroll already came out and said they don't know if Chris Carson will be able to come back next week. This, I mean, listen, let's be prepared that Alex Collins, I, I, I said this yesterday. I said Alex Collins probably going to get 15 carries. He got 15, right? I'm going to go double yeah. check that. Yeah, he got 15 with, with, two, with two receptions. Yeah. yeah. He went into the half with nine carries and 30 yards, and he didn't finish with much more than that. But my point is, 
you know, the game script is going to be – he's going to be really game script dependent. If it's not Russ, how much of these games are they in? DJ Dallas, he came in on hurry-up situations. And, that, and you know, if you're, in, if you're losing by double-digit deficits, we're going to see more DJ Dallas. In deeper leagues, he might be – like super deeper leagues, he might be an ad. You know what I mean? I, I, I disagree with you a little bit, Bogart. Okay. Um, I I don't think they be in negative I'm game scripts. Yeah, I don't think they uh be in negative game scripts. I think they pound it with giving uh Collins about twenty to twenty five carries a week, and you and trying to get Carson healthy. But so Carson, when he comes back, he'll get some of those carries too. But they're gonna play Pete Carroll ball. They're gonna run at least thirty times a game, and then they're gonna pick the shot. I, I, I'll guarantee you that. Why, but this is why Chris Carson is so dope, is because he could produce behind that bad line. That line is not any good, and if you're gonna stack the box, that's why I'm not really big. Like, I would try to sell Chris. I would try to sell Alex Collins to the Chris Carson guy. If I if I have Collins and no Carson, because I don't I'm not really bad. I, man, dude, he's a he was an RB three last night. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, nothing special about him last night. I mean, uh, fifteen for forty seven on the ground. You know, that's a three point one average, and then uh, the two receptions for uh, twenty five yards. You know, so I got you a couple extra points, but he's he's a deep league play. You know, and that that's really about it. Um, and uh, Phil DeCain, what up, bro? Any update on Montgomery? Montgomery's out four to five weeks, so we're not going to have any updates on him really anytime soon. So it's really Damian Williams, um, at least for right now. That's all we know. Oh, yeah. All right. And then uh, let's see. Well, how about we get in there on the 49ers real quick so Bogey can chime in on them. So Lynch, he came out and said there's a chance that Elijah Mitchell can play on Sunday. So it doesn't even sound like he's a full go, more of a game-time decision. Uh, Jimmy G officially not practicing again. And uh, Trey Lance um, getting him ready for uh, to be the starter. And then George Kittle's just working out on the sideline like he kind of was last week. Um, why don't you just give me your thoughts on uh, just everything uh, 49ers related and all the injuries. First of all, I, I've been on the pre-roll hype. I unrolled me some and I put some wax in it and that shit just will not fucking run. <laughs> Anyways, you know what? Trey Lance is the only one I'm confident starting. And I and please, Elijah Mitchell, don't play because then Trey Sermon to me is in play here. You know what I mean? Trey Trey Sermon, he got 19 carries last week. You know what I mean? He didn't fall into the end zone. He probably won't get too many targets. But you know, I I think he's a better like if, if we knew Mitchell wasn't playing and we knew Carson wasn't playing, I would have I would have told people Trey Sermon over Alex Collins. You know what I mean? Like, you know, this is a team you could, you know, people can run on Arizona. The only difference why people aren't running on Arizona is because they have to abandon the run because they're usually playing from behind against Arizona. You know what I mean? Yep. So, I I mean. Let's say Elijah Mitchell does play. Would you play either one of the two? And if so, which one would you play over the other? I'd probably play Eli just because I, I could assume that Eli is the one they would scheme up in, with in, in passing down situations. But I just don't even trust him. I mean, because if he is going to play, how about this? If he plays, I'll play none of them. There you go. So so what I think, and um, I'm, I'm being a little bit of a contrarian, but what I say, I say fire everybody up. 
If you it depends on now, Ayuk is a guy, he's way down on your team. You got plenty of receivers, then no. But listen, I'm playing Ayuk because I don't have a lot of receivers and I'm not gonna waste my value that I drafted Ayuk on. I'm gonna make sure when I release him, I'm done with him. I'm not gonna say, Oh my god, I dropped him week seven and he goes for 40. I'm not playing that game. So while I got Ayuk, I'm gonna put him in the flex. I'm gonna fire him up. I'm firing up Kiro, I'm firing up Debo, I'm, uh, and I'm firing up. I'm not firing up then the running backs, it's different. I got Elijah Mitchell. I'm not firing him up. I'm, I I want to wait and see about that because I got other running backs and I can afford to wait. So it depends on your team. But I'm me, just, wide receivers, I'm, I'm gonna play IU. I'm not disagreeing. I'm okay. just saying the okay. only one I'm comfortable starting is Lance because Lance is gonna have to do it all. He's gonna be running around. He's gonna be throwing a thing. Yeah, it's really the running that's gonna keep his floor high, right? Exactly. Yes. All right. It, let's see. And then on the other side. Yeah. Uh, and then on the other side of the ball, so for the Cardinals, uh, Chase Edmonds, game time decision. Um, and uh, sucks that going up in, in the late game. So I hate those kind of decisions when you really got to wait. Uh, they got the uh, the four o'clock game. Um, I don't I don't even know what to say about Edmonds. This was like kind of late edition, you know, something we really only heard about today. But uh, if you don't play, James Conner. Heard about it Wednesday. Zach, James Conner is a zero RB back, and that was a guy that I drafted a lot in all my drafts uh, because I know, listen, injury com- injury comes, and this guy's going to have value for two to three weeks. He could be giving you 20 points in a normal PPR league if Chase Edmonds out any amount of time. And he's probably you could probably start him even as Chase Edmonds plays if you're in a deep league like 12, 14-team, 16-team league. Here's the thing. This is an offense that's average. Arizona Cardinals are averaging like 400 yards on offense every game. So everybody's getting a piece. So it's not, and, and, and even with Chase Edmonds uh, healthy last week, James Conner had 20 touches. You know what I mean? I mean, if he doesn't fall into the end zone, you know, two, two times, it's a really bad stat line. You know what I mean? But 20 touches nonetheless. I mean, I think it was 18 carries for like 50 something yards. And then he got two, two targets two receptions, 16 yards, but he got did, two touchdowns. So did Chase, did Chase Edmonds get hurt in that game at the end? Was it something I, like that? Because he, he was balling. I mean, 12, 12 carries for buck 20, and then, uh, well, I mean, four catches for 19 yards. That's whatever, but, I mean, he had 16 touches himself. Yeah. They were grinding. They run, they're, they're at the top of the league right now with total plays ran on offense. Because yeah, I mean, they're quick. They're all quick, quick and efficient. Mm-hmm. It's finally like, because Kingsbury last year. Kind of a the, joke. The, the play calling was stupid. Like stupid, stupid as hell. I don't stupid know, guys. I disagree with that. I've, yeah. I've always loved Cliff Kingsbury the way he called plays. Okay, hold on. I want to break this down. Just it, last year I'm talking about specifically because his was shit was not working. Was you don't think so? Collar was booming. Collar was on the way for MVP season before he hurt his shoulder. Uh the rush game was completely like abandoned. They couldn't get the rush game going like at all. And that was making it to where, I mean, Kyler was putting the team on his back, but I mean, if Kyler's is, is making a play in a broken down ass play, I don't, you know, chalk that up to Kingsbury's like play calling. And that's but he could, a lot. But that I get that, but he could be doing what Matt Nagy's doing. You see what I'm saying? That you, so you got to let, he let Kyler yeah, go. So he's an idiot. <laughs> if, you don't, if you're gonna talk about Matt Nagy, like I think, hold on, Cliff Kingsbury. Let, let's go back to 2019, when he when when Kyler was a rookie, he was the rookie head coach, right? 
They're yeah. mm-hmm. fresh out of college, right? You know who mm-hmm. was the shit on that team in fantasy? Gonzalez, the kicker, because they could not score in the red zone. So Gonzalez was putting up numbers every week, kicking the field goals. Year, year number two. Now they're they're reds. They get DeAndre Hopkins. Their red zone woes. Kenyon and Kenyon Drake, because you know they got Kenyon Drake at the end of the season when they beat y'all, they beat y'all, and then they end up being a top rush team the second half of the season because they didn't have any running back. Chase Evans stayed hurt that season. Go, but go ahead, finish. Yep. And for what it's worth, Kenyon Drake in 2020, he did finish as an RB1, if I remember correctly, right? Mm-hmm. But like it was all front loaded, everything was front loaded. You know what I mean? Even with Kyler Murray, it was all the first like 10 at, at like nine, 10 weeks. It took, if you guys remember with the run game, like Kenyon Drake didn't get going until he faced uh, the Dallas Cowboys. And that was when like, that was, I mean, shit, I think even Todd Gurley got off against the Cowboys. Like it was one of those where like you start everybody versus the Cowboys. It took them playing the worst rushing team for them to be able to get the run established. Yeah, you ain't lying. I mean, but but, but here's the thing. Here's a, there's a specific play I remember. It was against the Lions. Right, um, so they're down there in the on the one yard line. He calls a he calls a, a, a he calls a, a run play, but they they have him out the shotgun. So they're on the one yard line. They got Murray in the shotgun, and then Drake tries to run it in essentially from the five yard line, and then he gets hit behind the line, and then now they're they're at the five yard line. You know what I mean? It was like this guy's an idiot. Like this guy, like there's countless plays like that. You know what I mean? But this year, this year though, man, third time's a charm, right? Third year, they're doing their thing, and and they, they and that really, then that's the main thing that I was saying. It looked like it was a failing, you know, experiment the first two years, but right now it's clicking on all cylinders. Yeah, and I and I agree with you the way you look at it, but I seen it a, a whole different way because I I thought that the NFL needed college coaches. And I've seen Cliff Kingsbury. I've seen his system. I knew what Pat Mahomes had did. I knew what Baker had did. So I knew that Kyler was going to groom. So I knew it was going to be a maturation process. So even when they were struggling, I was like, it's going to be okay. As long as he's letting Kyler be Kyler. So, but I, but you, what you said, you're not lying, a hustler. It, it, it was, look, it was, they were struggling at first. All right, let's get off the, the Cardinals real quick. And uh, let's see, what do we got next here? We got, okay, for the, for the Titans. So we got we got the wide receiver news. AJ Brown, Vrabel says based on the amount of work that he got today and the way that he's looking, he believes that he's going to play on Sunday versus the Jaguars. And then Julio Jones, he's officially out. Now my question is, with AJ Brown in, do we get nervous about them going up to where we think his workload isn't going to be what it would normally be? You know what? I am worried about that. But on the flip side of that, what if they're up because of what AJ Brown does? So it's you know what I mean? There's it's twofold, right? Are they up in this game because of a big touchdown pass to AJ Brown? Or are they defeat are they destroying the Jags so bad that AJ Brown doesn't he can play like limited snaps? They don't need to need I think this is actually gonna be a game. I, I think. I think the Tennessee Titans defense is that bad. Like, okay, they're, how about they're really they're really depleted too. 
Yeah. I'm on record saying that I think that the Jaguars are going to actually upset them in this game. Yeah, you called it on a Wednesday show. So yeah, we're going to see. Uh, we're going to see. I think, uh, fire, I, I, listen, if A.J. Brown's healthy, fire him up. I mean, temporary expectations, though, right? And, and how about this, man? I feel like every year A.J. Brown does this. He wants to miss a significant amount of time only to finish as a back-end WR1 so, still. You know what I mean? He's a savage. He's super efficient. TG, yeah. what are your thoughts on uh, on the Titans and everything that got going on with Julio being out and AJ now officially? Well, not officially, but uh, seems like he's going to play. Yeah, you got to play AJ Brown. Um, if he plays, you start him. Um, I don't know why you wouldn't, um, especially with the opponent it is. It's a weak opponent. So, yeah, um, I think Tannehill needs him. So I, I expect him to get 10 to, uh, to 12 targets this game. I agree. And then on the opposite side of the ball with the Jaguars, no uh, DJ. No I'm DJ sorry. Char- What's up? No, go ahead. I said I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, and then so we got no DJ Chark over there. We trust in uh, – well, actually, who are we trusting there? Are we playing uh, Trevor Lawrence, let's say, for the super flex peeps out there? Are we, of course. Is no question he's in there. And then uh, what about the wide receivers? Marvin Jones, uh, Chenault, who do you think is going to have a better game? And uh, – we already know we're firing up James Robinson. Yeah, just I just say fire them all up. That, I mean, I, I say fire them all up. And yeah. I think the first half of every Jaguars game is a James Robinson game. Second half, I don't know, man, because Urban Meyer is only good for a half of football in my book right now. But so- the, I have the Titans winning this game. So I think the game script is going to be fine the whole way for Marvin Jones and LaVishka. And, of course, we're going to start Robinson. So I actually think that – so, guys, here's a buy-low candidate for people. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, and I think he's figuring it out. He's getting better. I like that Urban Meyer is changing up the game plan to fit Trevor talent each game, each game. So I think he's going to be a, a startable quarterback, a uh, top 15 quarterback. Uh, you got to play James Robinson. I think James Robinson, he can play on garbage teams. He told, he showed you that last year. So he's going to be fine. That's why I'm trying to buy him from a Hustler right now because uh, James Robinson's a, a beast. You are, and listen, you are not going to get him, bro. It's, I know, I know, I know. I know, You forgot how much I like James Robinson. That's why. So it's not that like like when <laughs> – even like the first couple weeks, like was I off him? Like you know, maybe a little bit, but man, I mean, I, I spent the capital to get him, and it wasn't a yeah. lot. But I knew that the what was it like, but seventh or ninth round? I mean, it was really yeah. anywhere in between then and the dynasties that I was getting him. I really felt that was a steal for uh, for an RB two, and he was. And um, I like Chenault. I think Chenault finally gets the, the role with DJ DJ being out. They can kind of do more little like. Urban Meyer things with Chanel. And I think he's can take on the more of the Travis Etienne role and be able to go downfield. So I think he's going to be like a hybrid player going forward. So listen, guys, he's a buy low. If you let him play this week, you won't be able to do it. But right now, go get him. If you are yeah. four, if you three and one or four and oh, go get him. It's hard to buy low on Vishka, though. I, it would have to be like a needs for needs thing. I, I don't Brandon Cooks. I do it right now for Brandon Cooks. Yeah, for sure. But I, listen, after DJ Chark goes down, simple fantasy math, 
tells people that Vishka has more value. That's why I'm. That's what I'm saying. And then okay. Brandon Cooks, we might have missed that. That ship has sailed. That 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 sell that where people we want to buy him. Yeah, okay. you could tell people, oh, you know, he's getting thirty percent of the target market. <laughs> about that shit. Hey, yeah, because Davis Mills, he sucks. Yeah. Tyron's coming back. <laughs> I mean, hopefully we just don't know when. We don't know when. <laughs> hey, listen, man, you know me. Listen, as much as contrary to belief, I don't just say anything when I'm making yeah. a trade. You know what I mean? It has to yeah. make sense. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah. And then real quick, before we get into our uh, next topic, let's just shout out everything that we got going on. Uh, for everyone who's watching right now. So uh, for me, make sure you go to patreon.com slash ffhustler420. Join the crew. A lot of good things going on. A lot of it's about the one-on-one advice. And I do four live streams every single week for questions and answers. And all Patreon members, you get your questions answered in the first 10 to 20 minutes of the show. So it's a good reason to be on there. Go check it out. It's patreon.com slash ffhustler 420. Go get signed up today. Get on the elite tier or higher, and then you're going to get in the Discord. Get on the superstar tier or higher, and then get DM access to me. So go check it out right now. And uh, we also got the Ricky Williams signed jersey giveaway. So that's the big thing right now. We're about 30 subscribers away from doing the giveaway there. So, yep, it's the orange joint. And, uh, yeah, by getting on Patreon, you get the extra entries into it. So go get signed up right now. Get those extra entries. We're like 30 subscribers away on uh, YouTube from doing the giveaway, if that. So it'll be happening by next week. So, yep, go get signed up and uh, fantasyfootballhustler.com. That's where you can get to it also. Go ahead, Bogey. Oh, the orange joint? That shit goes crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for 420 last year, we did the sign Ricky Williams jersey, uh, sign Ricky Williams mini helmet. It was uh, it was the Dolphins helmet, and he uh, he wrote 420 on it as well. And uh, yeah, that shit was fire. I got another one for next 420 as well from Ricky. Uh, this one's a Saints football, and uh, it's got the 420 on it also. So I'm saving that one for the next 420 giveaway. I love it, Bogey. Shout out everything you got going on before we get into our next topics. Shit, man, you know what I'm saying? We everything we got going on. Uh everybody knows obviously FNT every day. Uh every Wednesday, the real fantasy playmakers, what if series. You know what I mean? Breaking down all different type of what if scenarios. And uh yeah, man, Sunday mornings doing some start sits with my guys over there at clock management. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Just rocking with my guys, bro. You know what I mean? And then let the people know on Facebook where to uh, subscribe to your YouTube. Yeah, man. Shout out to everybody on Facebook. Check me out. The GMM Network slash YouTube. And TD, go ahead and tell them before we get into our next topics here. Yes, guys. So, guys, it's on Facebook. Go to uh, Fantasy Good Sports. As, as you see, all no spaces. Fantasy Good Sports with an E, guys. And you can find me at YouTube. And also, I'm doing my OnlyFans. I'm starting, I started my OnlyFans up, guys. And I'm giving you cutting-edge content there. And it's more personable. I know you always need help between the games. You're like, well, who do I start? Where I might not be checking my YouTube. I might be watching the game. But I'm checking my OnlyFans at all times, guys. So, yes, go, go subscribe to my OnlyFans for just $10 a month. All right, next topic. Let's get up into it. Let's see. Okay, so for the Bengals, 
we got a couple things there. So T Higgins, he's practicing. Coach says, uh, coaches say he looks great. He's going to play. Now for Joe Mixon, he was out there in a hoodie at practice. Didn't, didn't get any practice in. And um, they said that they're going to get him to practice tomorrow. And that's really going to be the test to see if he could go on Sunday. So everyone better be paying attention tomorrow, you know, for the Joe Mixon info. And if Joe Mixon doesn't play, the coaches already came out and said it's going to be more of a committee approach. Bogart, what are your thoughts I, on uh, Joe Mixon? It's it's so funny they said if he practices tomorrow because Saturdays are walkthroughs. So, <laughs> can he can he walk through this thing? You know what I mean? Is he able to walk through a walkthrough? Because this is I mean. I love Joe Mixon. I don't even get mad when he gets hurt. This is what he does. So I'd really rather him not play and, and, and already explore other options. And then now, as far as whether it's Samaje P. Ryan or uh, uh, Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. Yeah, Chris, uh, Captain America himself, right? I think it, it's going to depend on what you think the game script is. I think the Packers kick their ass. So I like Chris Evans here. He's probably going to pile up a bunch of cheap receptions. You know what I mean? And we love those cheap receptions. Fuck yeah. PPR is the only way. Yeah. So, and I don't like to play backs that don't practice on Friday. If you don't practice on Friday, I'm not playing you. That's just that simple. So, um, he might play, but I don't know. He, he, look, he could play and he could fall in for a touchdown. That's That always can happen. But I don't, I'm not even, I'm like Bogart. I'm, I'm not going to get mad if Whatever happens, happens. So I'm not even playing them. So I would go to a streamable back like Chris Evans. If I had to play a back at this backfield, but anybody else, I'm not touching. I'm touch. I'm I'm playing all the receivers, no running backs. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Now, how about for the Cowboys? These damn Cowboys. So Coach McCarthy said that Zeke, Amari, and Randy Gregory they definitely came out of padded practice on uh, Thursday. Okay. Um, TD. We, we don't have any news on uh, Zeke as of yet or anything for the, the practice as far as today goes, but you messing with Zeke this Sunday? Yes, or I got to trade him. If he comes out and play, I got to play him. I mean, I'd be a cra- I'd be a fool to sit Zeke. I mean, he's going to get all the goal line and green zone touches on this off- high-powered offense, so I got to play him. But I don't like – I've been hearing rumors about a degenerative knee, and uh, maybe that's a strong word, but I would say t- knee tendonitis. And so I would be trying to sell Zeke before the week before this week's game. Maybe somebody like Saquon uh, package him to get something. Um, I I think Tony Pollard is just trending too high, and I don't know if Zeke is going to be with you when you need to win when you need to win your fantasy championship in the playoffs. So that's long story short. I think they don't. I think if it's really that serious, and they're not telling anybody. You don't need to play. They won't play Zeke. This is a very winnable game. They're going to fuck the Giants up regardless. (laughs) And that's the biggest fear is that Zeke is a go and they don't need to use him to kick their ass. And you're starting a guy who might get 10 touches and they're like, don't worry, Zeke, we're kicking their ass. You know what I mean? And officially for the Giants, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, they're out. Uh, Jabril Peppers on uh, on defense, he's out. Uh, all hamstring injuries, too, for those guys. And then uh, the O-lineman, um, what the hell is his name? Ben, ben Bredesen, he's out. Oh, Bredesen. And what, then, about, uh, 
What about Andrew Thomas? He's been limping around. He's questionable. He's been limping around. He's got that foot injury. They don't even know if he's going to play. But um, I guess for some of these linemen, you don't have to move much. As long as you can stand up, you know, and move a little <laughs> bit, you're okay. So that he's got that going for him, you know. They get right up, right up in the pits. <laughs> <laughs> Especially his big ass, too. Like, I mean, it, it takes a lot for it. I mean, he's really just got to pivot anyways. Yeah. No one's yep. – Yep, And And uh, real quick, I just want to give you uh, – I've seen it in the chat. And, yes, Richard Watkins, you're right. Um, Kadarius Tony is going to be a boom play. DFS, oh, yeah. too, guys. I love Kadarius Tony. I'm picking up everywhere. Boom or bust. <laughs> the second part of that saying. I just think it's addition by subtraction. You take away two of those guys. Tony's moving up and up and up, and Galladay can't get everything. We already exactly. know what we think of Evan Ingram. You know what? Exactly. You know how you attack the Cowboys every week? How's that? It's with the tight end position. It goes back to week one, Gronk. Week two, Jared Cook, even though there was a flag on it. Right? The All right. So, so plant your flag. You said you're telling everybody to start Evan Ingram right now. I didn't Say that. <laughs> <laughs> back the truck up. Back it up. <laughs> Tony's going to get a lot of work over the middle. And I mean, this, I think yeah. it's really just the middle of the field is where you can attack them. Yeah. It's a lot easier Tony, than the sides. I imagine that's where Tony's going to live because this, yeah. John Ross will be opposite of Kenny Galladay on the yeah. outside. And then, and then uh, Tony the Tiger uh, himself is going to be uh, playing more so out the slot. This game scares me. I'm a Cowboy fan. I'm a Cowboy fan. And I, and I think the Giants have a chance. I really Trap do. Game. Trap game? Yep. yep. That's a great reverse jinx if I've ever heard one. <laughs> <laughs> the Cowboys are going to kick their ass. <laughs> In the words of Jimmy Johnson, we're going to kick their ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got some other news here uh, switching over. So for the uh, for the Steelers, uh, Cam Sutton, James Washington, they are out. Big Ben, not even on the injury report anymore. So he's good <laughs> to go. And he's going to play. And then uh, I think there was one other thing in here. Uh, Chase Claypool is good to go for Sunday uh, after missing uh, last week's game. Do we like the matchup for him? I, I'm, I, that's why I want to ask y'all too. Do you play Chase this week? I don't know, man. I, I, this is a good defense. Like I'm nervous. I'm I'm nervous about anybody except Deontay because he's the only one. And Najee, those are okay. the only guys that get force fed. Yep, yep. Yeah, for real. Yep, I agree. And you know what else is funny is everybody else gets the random touchdown though. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. would you play Claypool or Ayuk? That's a good one. I pr I probably roll with Ayuk because he's connected to a game where I'm more confident in the point total. I'm more confident in that Arizona Niners game being a shootout, even yep. though the division matchup versus Drew Locke, perhaps, or even if it's just Teddy Throzevelt, because Teddy Throzevelt's just really safe, and it's not like he's the. They're not going to be in too many shootout scenarios in that game with two phenomenal defenses. The Niners have glaring holes on their defense. And for what it's worth, Shanahan knows how to scheme up against Vance Joseph's defense every year since they've been there. You know what I mean? So I would rather play Ayuk as ugly as that sounds. Okay. That's, like, 
And like Richard, I mean, not just because Juju's hurt, but I think that Claypool is a little bit more likely to get a touchdown kind of schemed up for him. I think if IU gets one, it's going to be kind of like a broken play. Is Juju out? Uh, No, um, he's questionable. So we don't, I I think, I think he's going to play, but it might come, he might be a game time decision. Okay. They play the early game though. So we'll find out before all the games go down. Rewind real quick. Is Sertan on this list at all in the injury report? Um, let me go check. I don't. I didn't. I don't think I saw anything about him. Let me just go look at their practice he, report real yeah, quick. Yeah, might have been nicked up early in the. I mean, he might have been early in the little nicked up. Let's see. So he's limited. So he's questionable. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and uh, I forgot um, another piece. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater. He's expected to get cleared by the independent docs and uh, practice today. Full go. I mean, that was the expectation uh, before the game. I'm going to look to see if anything else came in about him. But call- sounds like Teddy Bridgewater's playing. Yeah. And so if he gets a full go today, that means tomorrow he's set to be cleared by a league neurologist and he's good to go. This is like he's he was trending in this direction all week. They yeah, say so, Sutton is hurt. Sutton's hurt. So Literally, I don't we should expect that. He's coming off of ACL. I'm surprised they've been running him uh, of the amount of snaps. What's crazy is he came out the first game, like like if you out of hustle, you might want to fact check me on this, but he was always playing like 65, 70% of the snaps. They just kept going up and up. And I'm like, man, they're they're kind of they weren't easing him back. Mm. I mean, coming up to ACL, being a large man like he is, like that's a. It's not, so he started off at 80 percent snaps, then it was a 77, 76 this past week. Oh, he was out there 95 percent of the snaps. Okay, so it did. Okay, he was <laughs> limited limited in practice uh, today, so he did get. He's questionable for the game, and uh, yeah, he didn't practice the last two days, but. I think that might have been for rest. The way, yeah. Okay, that. now that you told me the exact snap count that he's been on, yeah, this is just because he's coming off the ACL. They're just they're okay. the, you know what I mean. They're they're literally giving him a full workload like he wasn't coming off an injury. So during the during the week, letting him this is rest. Okay. Yeah. The the, and, the injury that they have him down for his ankle. So I don't. Who knows if there's even anything wrong with his ankle? Yeah. <laughs> You know what's funny? This is this never used to be a thing when we had the probable tag. Remember that? Yeah. I do like that they got rid of that though. No, I don't like that. They got rid of the probable tag. A long time ago. Like it's been a few years. Yeah. Damn. Because then on a on a Friday, if a guy was a if he was limited all week, then he was a full go, he would move from Q to P. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. um and Melvin Gordon, he's uh he's questionable he's as well. He's annoying. Yeah, he's <laughs> questionable as well. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, some to monitor. He's annoying. Javante <laughs> <laughs> time. Let's go. All right, now how about for the Bears? There's not a lot of news out of the Bears and the Raiders game. Uh, Akeem Hicks, um, he practiced, but he's listed as doubtful. I mean, he's one of the guys who's getting to the quarterbacks, and then uh, Khalil Mack is also questionable for the game. I thought we were going to see a revenge narrative, you know, know, from Khalil Mack coming back, but I don't know if it's going to happen or not. Ah. 
I hate those Raiders for the record. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, this is a great bounce back spot for those Raiders. This is just, it's just, it's a great bounce back. Like, Chucky really got to do, he really got to play down to Matt Nagy's, to Matt, to Matt Nagy to lose this game. Because he, let, let's be honest, too, he, he plays down to competition as well as he plays up to it. So, which which is it going to be for the Raiders this week? I think they're in a smash spot here. I don't think so. Uh, I think Justin Fields is the X factor, and you don't like, know what I he's like going to do. Better for the record, but this uh, before you continue, <laughs> before you continue, I just want to note that Justin Fields played well against, or you know, better against <laughs> against the Lions because they have zero pass rush. That's true, right? You know the Browns. Hey, hey, Ngakwe and uh Ngakwe and Max Crosby, even though Ngakwe likes to flap at the gums, I mean, if we're just talking about I know I know he's rushing the QB a little bit, but he's not showing up on the stat sheet. Let me tell you that. Pressuring him, he's 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 fucking plays up. He's doing Jadavian Clowney things. Where you remember Jadavian Clowney? He would always be wrecking the play, even though he never like showed up uh, as someone who got the sack or the tackle. He was disrupting things. In Gakwe, and then and then here comes Crosby to clean up. You know what I mean? They're bums. As much as like they're talk, talking all that shit about being the best pass rushing duo in the league, hell no, they're not. You got to show up on the stat sheet also. Line. Chicago, what? Where's the Chicago line at? Their, their offensive mean? line is non-existent. Oh yeah, they don't have one. So th- this is going to be the test. Are they? Are they really? Because. They look like Fugazis to me as well. It's been on both sides of the ball. At you least know what? Uh, I like your version better, <laughs> and I like TD's version better than mine. Because I hate those Raiders. You know what I think about the Raiders? The Fugazi. I, I think I Justin Fields. I think Justin Fields get the ball out quick this week. Um, and they do a little bit of different things. Like I think they use his legs a little bit more. And I think Matt Nagy, he's not real, he's not a great coach, but he knows a little bit. He knows a little he's bit. not a great coach, and he's not a good coach. <laughs> he's, not, he's not a great coach, and he's no Jeff Fisher. He's somewhere in between. And he's no Sharon Stone, man. <laughs> Bonus points if you know where, where that came <laughs> All right, let's see. Next piece of news. All right, so for the Panthers, CMC's practicing again. Coach says he looks great. CMC says he feels great, you know, and everything. But then he gets slapped with the doubtful tag today. So who knows? Um, I mean, when you get slapped with a doubtful tag, you're probably not playing. Who knows? We shall see. And then their, uh, their left tackle, Cam Irving, not practicing again for the third straight day. As money as uh, Darnold has been, if they lose their left tackle for this game, TD, is that going to affect them at all? Or we expect to see the same things out of the Panthers? With Matt Rule, it's not going to hurt him too much. He has a college system. He's getting the ball out quick. Um I think he's very good at what he does, and I think he can work uh, and come and overcome that, being not having a left tackle. So, um, yeah, I'm still firing up everybody on this offense. And um, CMC, he's not going to play this week, and he probably won't play next week because they still have they have a really good record. Um, so, if you want to fire up Trooper, you fire him up. Um, I'm not playing him. I don't think he's going to outscore my backup running back. So, I I'm not I'm not playing him because he don't catch enough passes to me in a PPR league. Now, I got a question for you. Uh, this is from real football perspective, and maybe uh, Bogart would chime in on this when he comes back. But CMC, okay, 
This is going to be – if he doesn't play this week, this is the third week that he's not playing. Why wouldn't they put him on IR? I mean, I know it obviously had to be close if they're debating on playing him this week. But why wouldn't they put him on IR? Really I, just I, have, I have strong thoughts on this. Go ahead, Bogart. Here's the coach. Oh, my bad. You said TD. Go ahead. Go ahead, TD. No, no, no. 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 I said go, go for it. Go ahead. Oh, okay. So the coach, is Joe, the coach, uh, Ja Rule, and, and Joe Brady, they go over They go over to CMC, and they say, hey, man, how you feel, man? I feel great. Yeah? He's out there practice. Man, you look good, man. I feel good. Right? And then today, it's different. He's doubtful. Right? I, I think this is all is this one part coach speak and two parts that their highest paid, their franchise, the face of this organization these days, CMC, they're they're putting faith into what he tells them. Because honestly, you put them on you put him on IR. Now every team who never uh oh bogey's in the matrix on Sam Darnold, right? The fact that they need to keep game planning whether they're going to have CMC or not. And this is a team that's still coming out of left field. When As soon as they lose that, they, they're not a threat no more. You know what I mean? I guess thinking about that, that does mess with the defense. If you do think that you have to game plan for CMC, I mean, that's a whole bunch of things that you have to worry about game planning. And then if he doesn't play, that's a whole bunch of things that you wasted time on, you know, just kind of out the window. Yeah, and because and, you know what? If they say, hey, CMC's on uh, CMC's on IR, you know what? Everyone says they have f- fucking several seasons of Sam Donald tape. They don't they, – no one respects him. Yeah. No yeah. one respects him. So, you know what I mean? D, D coordinators would be like, I would drop everybody in the coverage. You know what I mean? Like, if you have the game plan for CMC – it's just, you know, it's just like you said, just make them waste as much time as possible. You know what I mean? Running in circles. And maybe they just think that they could beat the Eagles without them. I mean, the one and three Eagles versus the three and one Panthers. I mean, Sam Darnold's looking like the best red zone threat that they got right now. And that's crazy to say. And you could run on the Eagles. You could run them. And this is the game. What's Darius Slay's? What's his status right now? Oh, yeah. Let me check that out. Because now, not only can you run on the Eagles, if you could pass on them more, because you were already able to pass on them, and see what I did there? You could pass on them more. And DJ Moore is going to kill him. And Bobby, uh, 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 Robbie Anderson, the string bean himself, probably has a big one down the field, at least once in this game. Like, this is a game that they should. And I think Jalen Hurts is, he's a gunslinger. He's reckless. There will be some turnovers here. They're going to have some short fields uh, for, for Donald to work with. Yep. And yeah. then, uh, so real quick, so uh, Darius Slay, he's back. So it's a personal reason why he missed uh, Thursday full okay. go at practice on Friday. Okay. But there's a lot of drama going on over there. So their tackle, their starting right tackle is out. Uh, and it also says personal matter. Didn't practice all week and his status for this week is out. Mm. So that's their starting right tackle. And that, and this is the Eagles. The Eagles, yeah. Lane Johnson. Lane Johnson, damn. There's always something going on with him, bro. <laughs> His whole career, man. He's good though. But you know what though? I like this because now Hassan Reddick and company are gonna be able to just do work. 
coming coming from that uh coming from that right side, Brad. Oh yeah. Let's go. Yeah. What about Brandon Brooks? Brandon Brooks still is he good? Because I know he was like he's coming off that Achilles that he was always like questionable every week. Uh, yeah, everyone everyone else is good. Okay. Yeah, really that yeah, everyone else on the injury report for them is all full go. Chuba Hubbard, are we firing him up? Obviously, right? Against this matchup. It depends on what you got on your team. 13 carries, I think it goes up. Are you playing him over Gainwell? I would play him over Gainwell. I'm on the opposite side of that. I'd rather play Gainwell. Me too. In PPR. In PPR. In standard, I'll play Chuba. I just feel like Sam Darnold. I mean, look what Sam Darnold did. He took all the money from him last week, like right at the right at the red zone. But it's the mat. Okay, this is that matchup though. Like they're giving up six to eight yards a clip against the run. This is not a good run. This is why I say this. Like, but DJ Moore is still gonna carve up Slay either way. And then Robbie Anderson is he's gonna get a Robert Woods game hey, soon. You know what? Slay sucks, huh? <laughs> I mean, he's not—he's not shutting. Pe- I mean, you know, he's—he's he's he's good. He's, a- he's not Detroit Lions slay. No, not like well, not like what he used to be. Well, he never was a shutdown corner. He was just a uh, a ball hawk. Yeah, he reminds—he's he, similar to Marcus Peters. I buy that. I'll buy that. Yeah. All right. How about for uh, for Washington? All right. So Antonio Gibson. Uh, questionable again, uh, has the stress fracture in his shin. That's what it officially is. He's been wow. playing through. He's been playing through it so far. This is what he's already had. There's nothing new. This is what he's already had and what he's been playing through. And so, I he I think he's as good to go as he has been for the last couple weeks. Uh, go ahead. No, I said that's true. Like a fra- like, and you know, you know what's crazy is like here's the thing with a fracture, bro. Like I listen, I've I've been told this and. And I do want to I do want to reiterate I'm not a doctor, nor do I play one on the, a podcast. But apparently, when you when a fracture heals, it actually makes the bone stronger, supposedly. Because now I'm, 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 I'm maybe now you're getting to uh, case by case scenarios like whether people's sometimes people's bones are more dense than the next person's, but apparently, like it, the calcium layers on it. So it actually thickens the bone and it makes it stronger. I mean, that's why people, whenever you have a clean break, you know, you have to, you know what I mean? You have to, sometimes you have to put a plate even, you know what I mean? I don't know. All I'm saying is this makes a lot of sense. Why what's going on with Gibson and his production. And we all loved Gibson because he had the potential to be a workload carrier, a, a, a bell cow, a do it all. Right. And you pair that with the fact that they were a top five defense. Now they are a bottom five unit. And that directly correlates with them being in negative game scripts where it puts J.D. McKissick in the field more than we would want. But now you add the fact that they're saying it's a stress fracture. Makes a lot of sense. TD. Now with Logan Thomas out, you know, um, I mean, either way, Gibson's a little bit banged up. Is McKissick just a full go everywhere that you got him? Or you, I mean, I know it all depends on options. For me, a full go is anyone inside who we think is going to be an RB2 or higher, you know, finish like RB24 or higher than that. So, in, in my stars and sits, I, I made him a start. 
Um, the reason why, because he's part of this offense. So I don't, I'm not going to try to get cute. Oh, well, should you start? No, if you got McKissick and he's the best play for you this week and you don't have anybody else, you play him. Um, actually, in one league, I handcuffed him and I play both of them. I'm going to squeeze that backfield and get whatever I can get out of it. All right, let's see. And not, nothing really for the Saints, uh, but let's see. Oh, for the Bucks. All right, so Gronk officially out. Antoine Winfield, officially out. Already mentioned yesterday, Carlton Davis uh, Jr., he's on IR. Uh, JPP, he is coming back, though. He is coming back to play, so they got a big piece of their line back. But, uh, Bogey, what do you think about the Bucks' defense? You could pick on their secondary. I think uh, get, I think Gesicki and Parker are in line for, like, you know they're they're gonna show up on a stat sheet for show, and real quick, uh, Parker limited in practice. They said he may be a game time decision. Uh, that was oh, another oh. piece of news. And then for the Dolphins defense, Xavier Howard and Byron Jones. We were talking about them a little bit earlier. No injury designation. Full go out practice. I I like Gesicki. Then I didn't know about the Parker news because I don't have Peter Parker, Black Spider Man anywhere. You know what I mean. But I do have some Gesicki, so I like this. <laughs> I like I'm Waddle. actually now with this new new. I like Waddle too because now Waddle's a guy that you could play out wide too. So now maybe they move him around more instead of just like being the slot guy. Straight. Yeah, because you know they released Jakeem Grant because they I think they like what they see in Waddle. So I like Waddle. They traded him away. Oh, they traded him? Okay, I thought they released him. Okay. Yeah, yeah they traded him away to the Bears. Waddle's a beast. And yep. uh, last week he was already on pace for like 125 receptions. It's just going to be another one of those games. I mean, they may be short. He's like the old – he's like Jarvis Landry, you know, 2.0 in this offense. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, in a PPR league, just the amount of receptions he's going to get, even if it goes for – 40 to 60 yards. Either way, I don't think you'll ever be mad at a week that hey, he throws up. I like, I like Jacoby the grill beef brisket under center for all those fantasy pieces way better than the tuna fish, bro. Yeah. Mm. It's just that righty versus lefty. I think that's what it might be. Like, who knows? I, I don't know what it is, but I just know that not every better. receiver. Not every receiver is Jerry Rice. Clearly, where you can Facts. go to a lefty and you're still the GOAT. Facts. And uh, Hollywood, no, we didn't do the winner for the Ricky Williams jersey yet. Uh, we're about 20 subscribers away. So it's when we get to uh, 1,750 subscribers. That's when we're doing this one. And then we got an Alex Highsmith jersey giveaway going down at 2,000. And then we got Darius Leonard going down at 2,500. And then I know we'll get here before the end of the season at 3,000. We got a Michael Vick signed Atlanta football going down. So we got a lot of good giveaways going down this season. Oh, yeah. All right. And uh, real quick, we don't even have to talk about it much on the Lions. TJ Hawkinson and uh, Panay Sewell have uh, have a good chance of playing on Sunday. They've been improving. Uh, but it sounds like it's a game-time decision. 
Damn. for those two guys. So that you got to just be paying attention because TJ Hawkinson, if he plays, you got to play him. Yeah. I would just be ready to uh, have other options. Um, well, like uh, if, if, for, as far as other options, you know, there's probably a Mo Ali Cox or a Cameron Braid out there floating around. So just be prepared. Yep. Now, I wanted to save this one kind of towards the end. We got a couple more things to talk about. Well, we'll talk about this one now. So for the Falcons, uh, his uh, the it was the London press conference, and they weren't. He wasn't saying too much about Calvin Ridley, but the one thing that he did say is that there is no timetable for his return. Damn. You so know, that, I mean, he, he could come back next week. He might not come back this whole season. We literally have no idea. What is going on with this situation? Okay I just that's that's what I'll say. I hope everything's okay with bruh. You know, we're fantasy football analysts and shit like that. But man, when you you know and you, you hear personal reasons, sometimes you just tend to think like, oh, personal reasons, that motherfucker's like, I ain't going to Europe, fuck that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just yeah, I personal but I don't know when he's could potentially be really serious, man. I mean, uh Positive thoughts and prayers out to Bruh. Hope you know what I mean. Hopefully he's good, man. And yeah, Hollywood. So yeah, uh, Calvin Ridley. He didn't travel with the team to London. He's not playing in this game. Yeah, at all. At all. And the coach said there's no timetable for his return. It's uh, it's personal reasons why he's not there right now. That's all that we know. We we don't know anything other than that. It's got to be something like a family member sick or something before him to, you know, to do this. Uh, That's what I'm thinking. thinking. All thoughts and prayers out to bruh, because like when you hear the coach say, there's no, we don't know any timetable. That's usually that that's code for, I know what's going on, but I'm not at liberty to say it. So, you know what I mean? And normally when you're not at liberty to say something, it's serious. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we'll see what happens uh, this next week. and uh, But, yeah, they got their bye next week. So either way, we probably we might not hear about this for another two weeks or so, you know, at this point. So we'll see what happens. And then Hollywood, does this upgrade uh, Kyle Pitts? For me, it does. I think this is finally going to be his uh, his big game versus the Jets. Yeah. yeah I mean, I don't – listen, this is not ugly, bro, but I usually hit on these ugly ones, man. Hayden Hurst Helmsley, bro. He's going to piss off a lot of Kyle Pitts owners. Kyle Pitts is going to get his, though, as far as targets. He's going to get an uptick. Mm-hmm. This is this is like for sure. Will he produce? I hope so. Th- how about this? Tell me how many touchdowns the New York Jets have given up to receivers. Well, he's a tight end, though. Uh, z- zero. Tell me how many receivers. Is it zero? It's like uh, I think it's like one or two. I I wasn't asking the guess. I was literally asking. Tell me, like, look at oh, (laughs) it's like that's like the guy. That's the guy who runs into the room. You guys know what happened? Everyone was like, "What?" No, 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 I was asking. I was actually asking, like, what happened? (laughs) So, so they're number three in points given up to the wide receiver. If that makes a difference, okay. Uh, but they last, but they last in rush. But they last in the rushing defense, so that makes sense. You could run it against them, so why would you throw it? 
And really, no, and no tight ends have. Re- well, I mean, so I played Carolina week one, New England week two, Denver week three, and then Tennessee week four. So it hasn't really been any tight ends that have got off against them in week two. Um, combined, I think between Johnu and Henry, they were like a top twelve uh, tight end play combined. Not you know each one of them, but uh, other than that, they even held down Noah Fant um, in week three. So they haven't really been giving up too much points uh, to anything other than the running backs, which, like TD said, uh, dead last in uh, points to the running back. Oh, so that's so that's the direction we need to look in this game. So, like, and, and you know what's funny is, like, they're not really great on the ground either, Atlanta. You know what I mean? They use their running backs in the passing game more so. So, I mean, Cordero is a receiver, right? Even though he's designated yeah. as running Get out the corduroys. Go to the dry cleaners and get your corduroy pants. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Corduroy yeah. pimping is showing up this week. You already but, know. But still, have you found out how many receiving touchdowns they've gave up? No, I have not. Oh. We have to leave. I mean, what? Yeah. All right, uh, so let's see here. We'll look. We'll look into that for Bogart. We're almost. Uh, we're almost out of here, anyways. And uh, so Dalvin Cook this week he's practicing. Still questionable for the game. Um, I don't think it's going to be a game time decision. I think he's going to play, but not really sounding too good. And last piece, Browns. Miles Garrett. He's uh, not practicing again. They think it could be just another day's rest. Uh, vets rest on there, but fully expected to play. TD, what do you think about the Browns? They're all messed up right now. Any any thoughts on the Browns versus the Chargers? Yeah, uh, I, my actually, I'm putting some money down on the Chargers. I think they only predicting the Chargers to what is it minus two? I think that's the spread on it. So I'm taking the Chargers. I think they go out here and they win this game against a good team. I think Baker's Mayfield showed the injury actually uh, limit this team. Um, they don't have anybody to stretch the field. Uh, so, and I think Darren, Darren James and the guys and Joey Bosa, they, I think they sack, uh, they sack uh, Baker and hold this offense down to like uh, 14 points. You know what's crazy is uh, these teams match up. Uh, this is going to be a matchup like Bonanza because the Browns, their corners are ass to me. Right, their corners are ass, and their their nickel, whoever is just they give up slot production, right? So I like Keenan Allen and Mike Williams a lot here. I like them a ton, right? Then on the other side, Chargers they they're not the greatest against the run at all, right? So here's two philosophies: you have a passing ass team. That you and and that defense is not going to be great at that, at defending that, and then the Chargers aren't great against defending a running ass team. So this is going to be a phenomenal game. I think the Browns can win the battle of, of they can win the time of possession battle, and still lose this game. Definitely, I think it's going to be close. We'll see what the Chargers do, but uh, Brown's defense, I mean, like you said, it's all going to be about the matchups, and Brown's defense is pretty savage. I don't think it slows down Justin Herbert too much on putting up his stats. 
I think it might slow down the touchdowns, though. Yeah, I can agree. I'm they just, blow out Cleveland. I think they blow out Mike, Cleveland. Our Mike Williams and Keenan Allen shares are they? We we should be like happy about them this week. Here's the, here's another thing I'm I'm more scared of. Is say it does become a boat race on the Chargers side. I can Baker Mayfield with this injury that he's going to be playing through. Like here's another here's one thing. Like I said, I'm not a doctor, nor do I play one on a podcast. But a torn labrum, we've seen people play through it, like uh, a partially torn, I should say, but like Andrew Luck, like Cam Newton. Andrew Luck is a, is a, a generational passer. Cam Newton, not so much. So we have two different examples where Andrew Luck still made plays playing on a, a partially torn labrum on his throwing arm, and T.Y. Hilton still had 1,400 yards that year. Meanwhile, Cam Newton just looked like ass. You know what I mean? And it's not even coming into question that Baker Mayfield's going to, like, sit at all. Like, that's not even – No you know. question because it's in his left arm. It's in his left shoulder. So now here's the one thing, like I said, like I'm not a doctor, but man, anytime you're nursing, like, okay, say you snap, when you snap the ball, bro, you get your grip. Like, man, like, you know, that's, you know, the muscle memory of everything. There's going to be some something affected here, man. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the emphasis, the, the emphasizing the run is, is, is even more than ever for a Kevin Stefanski offense. A lot of chub, a lot of hunt. All day. Start both of them. Fire them both up. And uh, everyone leaving uh, start sick questions in the chat. Sorry, guys. Uh, really, this show is all about the news. So if you ever want questions answered in the future, just leave them in as super chats, and then we'll get to them. Sorry about that, guys. All right. Uh, we are out of here for the week. Uh, TD, any parting words for the week? Yes, guys, uh, go follow me on YouTube at Fantasy Good Sports for the people who's watching on Facebook and the people that's on YouTube. Uh, go follow me also at uh, OnlyFans, guys, Fantasy Good Sports. Uh, I'm offering you cutting-edge content, and I'm just more personal, and I know you need the personal contact, especially in fantasy, in the middle of the fantasy year, because you need to get, get your start, your sits and starts right uh, at the 4 o'clock game and also at the 8 o'clock game. I'm available doing that on OnlyFans, so don't forget to subscribe, guys. Bogey. Yeah, you can find me at the GMM Network. The earth is my turf. And uh, may all your fantasy battles be bloody good W's. And uh, I'll see you guys in London. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm right. up in the morning. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm a degenerate. <laughs> yeah, we're going to post that 6.30 hour time. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we're going to be up real early because I start live streaming at 10, uh, 10 a.m. Eastern time on uh, on Sunday. So we'll already be watching that game. We'll be taking on the questions and all that. And then uh, my, my stream tomorrow uh, for the questions and answers, that's going to be at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. So make sure you tap in because we got. A whole, I'm sure we're going to get a whole bunch more news between now and tomorrow. And uh, what else do we got going on? Oh, yeah, Patreon. Go get signed up so you get your questions answered with priority on all these live streams. It's patreon.com slash FFHustler420 or just go to fantasyfootballhustler.com. It's the top link. And go to fantasyfootballhustler.com. Go follow me on every podcast. Help me get my downloads up, guys. You know, let's get them up there. And uh, follow me on every social media. It's also in there as well.
And one more word of advice. These are my official parting words. Sell high as fuck on Corduroy Patterson right now. Do it now, according to Bogard. And uh, one more time. I just bought CD Lamb somehow. Anyone can do this. Get, I don't see if, if Calvin really doesn't come back, that doesn't mean like Corduroy is the man the rest of the way. I swear to God, it doesn't. <laughs> and you won't have him. Swear to God. All right. We're out. See you guys later. Peace out.